Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, I Am Resolved. A man and his son from the deserts of Arabia were being entertained in New York City before World War II. An oil company anxious to get a lease on some of their lands was eager to win their goodwill. These men from the deserts of Arabia had never been and seen such a modern city like New York nor lived in a hotel. Their former home had been tents on a windswept desert oasis. The oil company officials escorted these men over the city, showing them its splendors and wonders. At the end of their visit, an official of the oil company said to the father, We would like to give you a valuable souvenir of your trip here. 
something for you and your son to carry back with you to the desert to always remind you of our friendship. What would you like? The father answered, We will talk together, my son and I, and inform you of our choice. We are deeply grateful for your generosity. Don't hesitate to ask for anything, said the oil men. Anything within our power to get, we will gladly obtain for you. The father and son held lengthy conversations. They considered and talked some more. The oil men asked twice about their choice, but were unable to get a decision. The father and son assured them that they would soon have a verdict. The officials were getting somewhat worried. Perhaps they should have put a limitation on the request. At last, they answered the oil men. My father and I have decided the gift we wish above all else in your fair city. What is it? asked the oil men, trying not to seem anxious, yet bursting with curiosity. A hot water faucet, announced the son, much to the surprise of the oil men. An explanation immediately followed for the benefit of the desert-born men to whom water was a luxury. Without abundant reservoirs of source of water and adequate piping from the source to the spigot, the oil men explained, a faucet is just a mechanical toy useless as a producer of water. The Americans also pointed out that not only did there have to be a source of water, but heat also to warm the water. You may smile at the choice of those men, but a lot of Christians are guilty of something just as foolish. We should be the faucets of Christian helpfulness, yet we do not make constant contact with the source of the living water, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are rendered useless. It is necessary for Christians to be in constant fellowship with the Lord in order to be a blessing to others. Listen now as John and Penny Harris, Cheryl Howman, and Larry Grable sing for us his lovely song, At Calvary. I spend in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died on Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied to me. So found liberty at Calvary. By God's word at last my sin I learned. Then I trembled at the law I spurned. Till my guilty soul imploring turned. was free, pardon there was multiplied to me there, my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan, oh, the grace that brought it down to man. 
mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me there. My burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. At Calvary. Listen to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us the piano this wonderful song, The Lord is My Light.
Many years ago, Queen Victoria made an unofficial visit to a large paper mill where the owner showed her through the plant without recognizing her. He took her to what was called the rag room, where she was greatly surprised to see all the soiled, impure, filthy pieces of cloth that had been gathered by rag pickers all over the realm. How can these ever be made white, she asked in astonishment. Oh, replied the mill owner, we have a chemical process by which we take the color out of them, even those thick red pieces of old rug you see scattered about. In fact, from these we make our very best paper. Before she left, the owner discovered that his visitor was none other than the renowned queen herself. Sometime afterward, Queen Victoria found upon her desk a quantity of the most beautiful finished stationery she had ever seen. On each sheet were her own monogram. A note attached read, Will Her Majesty be pleased to accept a specimen of my paper with the assurance that every sheet was manufactured out of the dirty rags which she saw? I trust the result is such that Her Majesty will admire it. Will Her Majesty also allow me to say that I have had a good many sermons preached to me in my mill, and I can understand how the Lord Jesus can take the poor heathen and the vilest of the vile and make them clean, and how though their sins be as scarlet, he can make them white as snow. Yes, I can even see how he can put his own name upon them, for just as those rags transformed may go into your palace and be admired so poor sinners can be clean and be received by grace into the palace of the great king. What a wonderful testimony that factory owner had for the Lord. What about you? Have you been to the Lord for spiritual cleansing? His blood alone has the power to free you from all sin. Listen now as the ABC4 sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Let's Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, for Jesus cares about us. He's all 
sun is shining, let's praise the Lord. Whether we're feeling blue or feeling good, let's praise the Lord. For He is always ready to take that gloom away. So whether we're up or whether we're down, let's praise the Lord. So whether we're laughing or whether we're crying, let's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So whether we're talking or whether we're thinking, let's praise the Lord. Whatever we do, wherever we go, let's praise the Lord. Whatever we do, wherever we go, let's praise the Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, His teachings during His earthly ministry. What did the Lord Jesus Christ teach concerning bodily resurrection? John chapter 5, verses 25 through verse 29. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son who have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all they that are in the grave shall hear his voice, and shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. God the Father has committed all the judgment to the Son, verse 27 tells us. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, part of it says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Stand before God. According to Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, these individuals, the great white throne judgment, who are they standing before? You might answer that question with the word, the name God. But if you were pressed further, how would you answer the question? The small and great stand before God. God the Father? God the Son? God the Holy Spirit? The answer is God the Son. God the Father has committed all judgments to the Son. Why is Revelation chapter 20 verse 12 an important Bible verse? It is teaching the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is the Lord Jesus Christ God? I did not ask if he was a good man or a good teacher or a God, but my question was, is the Lord Jesus Christ God himself, God manifested in human flesh? And the answer is absolutely yes. If you have an old Schofield, you notice the notes in the margin, they change the word God to the word throne. Scholars try to claim the word should be throne instead of God. In the New King James Bible, it says, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And then there's a footnote to the word throne. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 in the NIV, I saw the dead, small and great, standing before the throne. You see, they try to claim the word throne and not God is found the best in old, oldest manuscripts. The changing of God to the word throne is a blatant attack upon the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. John 5, 28, All they that are grave shall hear his voice. 
those people will be raised. They're deceased. They're not living. This is very important to understand. The Lord Jesus Christ, during his earthly ministry, taught that there are only two resurrections. The resurrection to life, the resurrection to damnation. The resurrection to life is the first resurrection. This resurrection is understood by the words of the Lord Jesus Christ to the Roman centurion when he requested the Lord to heal his servant. Matthew chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who right now, at this moment, are bodily dead, they will be bodily resurrected at the resurrection of life. John chapter 11, verse 24. The resurrection to damnation, the second resurrection. This is the resurrection and judgment of the unsaved of all ages. It is the unsaved and only the unsaved who are part of this judgment and resurrection. Revelation chapter 20, verse 5, But the rest of the dead lived not again to the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. And if you read in the context of verse 4, then verse number 6, the first resurrection is talking about the end of verse 4, is talking about the beginning of verse number 6. The rest of the dead lived not again to the thousand years were finished. Who are the rest of the dead? The rest of the dead, the resurrection of the damnation, the second resurrection. That's what it's referring to. The Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry did not teach about the rapture resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52 and 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 18. The Lord Jesus Christ did not teach about the resurrection of the church, the body of Christ. Why not? It was a mystery, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. It was a mystery that was kept secret until it was revealed to the Apostle Paul. And that resurrection for the church, our hope, the rapture resurrection, will take place before the 70th week of Daniel, before the tribulation period. The rapture resurrection, there are two groups. The dead in Christ, those who are ready, and you say, well, I thought they're about resurrection. They're ready with the Lord. We're talking about the resurrection of the body. Second Corinthians chapter 5 tells us, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's the immaterial part. This is the material. This is the body. So there are two groups that are going to be raised, the dead in Christ and those who are alive at the time of the Lord's return. In John chapter 5, the teaching there is all, go back and read it. And again, it's context, context, context. All they that are the graves. It's nothing about the living being changed. And if you were just studying John 5, 28 and 29, can you determine a time difference between the two resurrections? And the answer is no. But by comparing John 5, 28 and 29 with Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 to 6, we can understand the timeline and the time differences between the first and the second resurrection. The first resurrection will take place after the second coming of Christ, but before the kingdom. The second resurrection will take place after the millennial kingdom. They will be raised to be judged the great white throne judgment and then spend eternity in the lake of fire. But for the believer in the dispensation of grace, our hope, the blessed hope, is the Lord's return. Read First Thessalonians four thirteen eighteen. 18. Read First Corinthians fifteen fifty one 51 and verses following. 
and we'll be called away to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we whatever be with the Lord. Philippians 3, he's going to change these vile bodies and fashion these vile bodies like under the body of his glory. It's context, it's context, it's context you have to look to. In 2 Timothy 2.15, we know that we need to rightly divide the word of truth, so you have to rightly divide. John 5, 28 and 29, you're not, the church is not there. Where's our resurrection? It's not till we go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That is why it is so important to understand God's word as believers. So important to understand and in light of the word of God rightly divided. And for the believer, I encourage you to keep studying and rightly dividing God's truth. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Morning in my heart.